temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five. Four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. As always, you can listen to the PGP, available on all DA Show podcast feeds. So just search the DA Show, you'll find it there on any of your podcast platforms. Also, on most podcast platforms, you can search Permission Granted, and you'll find the podcast there in and of itself as well. And it's inside the Odyssey app, so listen to us live on the Odyssey app, and then Check out the podcasts inside the Odyssey app. Well, this has been a wild and woolly week because it's Super Bowl week, which means that we have management that's out in L.A., which means Pete the Body has slid into the pseudo-management role this week, which means we've got the Diaper D aliens working behind the scenes on the board, which means a lot of moving pieces on top of the fact that Morass has been out all week due to illness. He's been a unhealthy scratch i suppose hmm. over the this entire week he's been on the air from home the last two days but we've just been kind of all over the place bogues which is why we're taping the pgp on a thursday when we normally tape it on a tuesday and i'm on side a i That's think right. which yes. i almost never am this so is this, side a. this this week makes almost no sense and there's still you know multiple days left in it so what's going to happen up is down down is up today we knew down was up when kevin wall working the board came back from the 6.40 a.m. break, so the the third segment we do, the second commercial break of the show, playing Christmas music. Now, were you on headset for that? I was in my little anchor booth listening okay. to, this, to the show. Okay. So I could tell when he starts playing it that it sounds kind of like a Christmas song, but there's guitars in it. So I'm figuring it's my ears that are not working correctly. I'm hearing something that's not there. But then as I try to intro... And we'll have Aiden insert here my intro. Drop it on by. Is this a Christmas song? <laughs> Pump this up a little bit. It sounds like Old Ye Faithful. It does. <laughs> Is this a Muzak version? An elevator rock version of Old Ye Faithful? This is amazing. <laughs> 
This is totally old ye faithful. <laughs> what is this labeled as, Kevin Wall? Rock the faithful. Rock the faithful. Rock the faithful. Yeah. No, I, I, I didn't. I had no idea it was a Christmas music. It, it sounded good. I was. It was a good beat, and I'm like, screw it, why not? And I guess it's a Christmas song. I don't know. You learn something new every day, I guess. This is amazing. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> this is amazing. Super Bowl week. One of our associate program directors is in L.A. helping to, to orchestrate all of the interviews for the shows that we have out there, which means Pete the Body slides into that role this week, which means we've had a couple of different guys on the wheels of steel. Today, it's Kevin Wall. Where was this music saved? In the regular music? Yeah, it's saved in, in the Mendelora music oh. folder. And it just says Rocky Faithful? Rock the Faithful. That's all it is. <laughs> Such a Pete labeling problem. Oh. <laughs> I had to stop and be like, now, is that Christmas music? Can you play that louder? So Kev plays it louder, and sure enough, it's Old Ye Faithful, Faithful or All Ye Faithful, whatever that song is, Yeah. in like a Muzak guitar dentist office version. And it's only labeled Rock Ye Faithful or Rock The Faithful. I think Rock The Faithful, somebody said. So who's in the wrong here? Is it Pete for labeling something that it's Christmas music without Christmas in it? Or is it Kevin Wall for listening to a song and saying, I didn't know this was a Christmas song. I just thought it was a good beat. I'm going to break <laughs> tradition here. And actually not blame Pete. Okay. I, I'm a big proponent. In fact, I might be the the leading proponent of this idea that Bellani has concocted a saving system, both in the location where he puts clips and the way he physically labels them. He's created it to defy logic <laughs> so that only he knows about it. <laughs> So therefore, upping his importance and significance here because we need him to find the cuts <laughs> because he's put them in the only place that he knows. However, today's episode, <laughs> Thursday's episode, boils down to Kevin Wall, A, not knowing Christmas music. But like, that is clearly a Christmas song three sweet notes in. <laughs> and as Pete said in Pete's defense off the air... That's what we have a cue button for, meaning you've got to audition what you're going to play off the air before it's on air so you know what you're hitting play with. And Kevin didn't do that beforehand, played it thinking it was just a regular thing of music and didn't trigger in his mind, hey, I can't play this on February 10th. So this one is on Kevin for not knowing it was Christmas and maybe not giving himself the right prep time to know that it was Christmas music. But even had he played it in cue, he still would not have known it's a Christmas song, right? Yeah. So, so unless I'm, Connor then says, "Hey, you're playing a Christmas song." Right. You're gonna like you're gonna play that here. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think the bigger the bigger thing is it's not. This is not Pete's fault. This falls on Kevin. Whether however we want to break it down between not necessarily listening to it ahead of time or maybe more significantly not realizing that it was a very popular Christmas song. He's just, he's got to know that. I think there's a very small percentage of this that is on Pete because you do have other people running the board and so you should make labeling universal 
and uniform so that everybody using the board and running our show has pretty clear labels of where things are. So Christmas songs should say Xmas dash rock the faithful. However, that's 10% of this problem. Yeah. 90% of this is the board op responsible for playing music has got to listen to a song and recognize this is not Bon Jovi. This is not Bruce Springsteen. This is a Christmas song. And I have a very limited musical catalog. I listen to like five people. If it's on Lithium on Sirius XM, okay. that's what I listen to. Yeah. Yet I would, I still knew the second you said, wait, is this a Christmas song? <laughs> and then I... That alerted me, and then I listened, and in a nanosecond, I'm like, yeah, that's all ye faithful. Like, I knew it right away. Like, so I, I just, I don't buy Kevin's, what well, was not Bon Jovi, I don't know what excuse, because even yeah, right. knowing whatever you want to listen to, one thing or everything, you got to know that's holiday music. Yes, it's not a deep cutoff of Adele or the Black Crows. That right. you would, I just never heard that song. It's a Christmas if song. If Monster Mash came on, you wouldn't go, is that Stone Temple Pilots? I think it is. You'd go, that's a Halloween song. This is so indicative of this week because... And the show. And the show, certainly. <laughs> On any week. But th- but this <laughs> week, I didn't even get reminded to tape a PGP from anybody. I just woke up and was like, we have not taped a PGP yet. Let's do this on Thursday. Monday show, two reads never got done because they just never told me they had to get done. And I was like, did we have to do those? Uh... Show's over here, guys. Uh, Yesterday, no poll question. Nobody reminded anybody for the poll question. Usually, Pete has the reminder in his phone because Mraz no longer has the reminder in his phone that we need a poll question that we try to do after one hour every single day. So it's 7 a.m. Eastern time. Just no poll question yesterday until the final segment when Mraz threw one up there realizing, oh, crap, there's 15 seconds left in the show. So there's just been a lot of stuff that's kind of fallen by the wayside this week. Although, in my defense, you and I, and in your defense too, we did have a conversation on Tuesday about the PGP, deciding yeah. we knew that Sean would be back on Wednesday. Let's wait till Wednesday, and that way Sean can be involved somehow. And then Wednesday happened, and no one remembered. Because I <laughs> no. I walked out of here Wednesday at one thirty, and I went... Huh. There was no side B. So I texted Sean because there have been times where Sean has taped with Connor uh, or Aiden or something or Pete and forgot to tell me he didn't need me for side B. So I thought maybe that had happened or maybe somehow because he wasn't here, you guys did both, whatever. So I text him like, did you do somebody else for side B or are we doing it tomorrow? And he goes, I thought you guys already did one without me altogether. I was like, oh, no, we we decided to wait for you for today. So, yes, everyone, we were good on Tuesday, you and I, and then Wednesday, just all hell broke loose. Yeah, we went 0 for 5 in remembering. So, are you surprised that our donut bit bit didn't get Mraz more angry? He, you had brought in donuts for everybody, which was very generous. Mraz isn't in today. So we decided to have everybody eat the donut at the same time on the air, describe it, trying to get Mraz jealous. And he suppressed his jealousy pretty well. And let's just bite into these delicious donuts that unfortunately Mraz can't be here for and describe exactly how they taste and, and what flavor you got. I'll start off. I got a heart-shaped jelly donut. This because was I some, love you guys. Heart-shaped. Wow. Yeah. Valentine's Day jelly donuts. Huh? 
Wow. Oh, oh, that makes oh, sense. Valentine's really nice. Day, not just love. This is really nice. This is mm, sugary. Mm, the jelly is very good. Mm, oh, very, very nice. What do you got, Bose? So I also have a heart-shaped donut mm. filled, but mine's got some kind of like apple pie almost oh. injection, if you will. And it is also then some kind of uh, maybe a graham crackery crumble really? on top Ooh. of the vanilla icing. It's a very delicious donut. Wow. Very delicious. Really Ooh. unfortunate that Mariah's can't be here for this. Huh. Kevin Wall, what kind of donut do you have? I got the same one as you. I got a heart-shaped jelly donut. Mm. And I've been in keto for the past couple of weeks, and I am more than happy <laughs> oh, really? to break my ketosis as really? I take this this giant bite right now. Wow. Huh. Welcome back. Welcome um. Back. Thank you, Bogus. Mraz, you're missing out. Ah. <laughs> and uh, I can't wait to get on the scale tomorrow and see I gained five pounds, but it's all worth it. Yeah. Con- Connor Green, what are you eating? I uh, got a little chocolate frosted with sprinkles. Mm. You can't really beat it. The chocolate is so delicious. The sprinkles only add to the taste. And Mraz, oh. I really... I feel like I really should deliver a donut to your door just because you're missing out on this. It's so unfortunate, yeah. and I feel so bad for yeah, you. Really. But the donut is just so incredibly delicious. Mm. Huh. Oh, interesting. I don't know. I've been in the office with donuts in the morning, and DA usually shies away because, as he says, they're too sugary for me in the morning. It's mm. interesting that now yeah. he would partake in such donutty goodness. Hmm. I wonder what the motives are here. Yeah, I think the I think the antennas are up here. I think he we got him. You got him so good with the legal department thing. He's he knows we're just messing with him, and I, I mean this one was obvious. I, I didn't, I didn't get it just because he wasn't here. It wasn't the fudge of the whale cake? Like we got fudge of the whale because he was not here. That was the right. reason why we got it because he wasn't here. In fact, on his birthday he wasn't here. Yeah, right. So we had it for his birthday without him. That was on purpose. Today it was because I wanted a donut, so I like to make the excuse of I get it for everybody. Then. It's le- somehow less calories and less bad for you. It's more yeah, an act of generosity instead of an it's, indulgence. Yeah, so then it did help that he wasn't here. And uh, I think we sold it pretty well. I think Connor and Kevin in particular came through yeah. with really laying it on appropriately thick to try and get him to bite, but I'm not surprised he didn't. Now, here's the one thing is that he didn't necessarily get anxiety from that or anger from that. Because he can easily get himself another donut or have a donut next week or whatever right. when he's back here. Today was also corporate picture day. Mm. And I'm not sure he was aware of that until we were making plans, but you have to block off time for everybody to do it. Now, he did do corporate pictures for his WFAN New York Giant stuff last week or two weeks ago. But in terms of a group photo with all of us, now he doesn't have that. We did singulars, me and you. And then we brought Bilotti in for the group photo. And then without Mraz, we had to have a few photos with just the three of us, a few photos with a hole in between the three of us mm-hmm. to Photoshop him in, and then a few photos where we had to bring in... The, the future. The future, the Diaper D aliens with Connor and Kevin Wall. So I don't know how he's going to feel about a series of photos taken, none of which include him. Right. I mean, and there's obviously there's the direct threat that Connor and Kevin posed to him. I think the one with the custodian might hit home as well because <laughs> the door's open for everybody to replace him. That random lady from 1010 wins that just was standing there too. Like, you'd think, tight-knit family that we are, we'd go, hey, 
we should probably wait for Sean to be healthy and back in the office. But instead, we basically raffled off his spot to anyone that wanted it. That one might, this one might stick. We missed on the donuts, yeah. but I think, I think this one's going to hit home. At the very end, I wanted us all to, to stand around Connor since he's the heir to the throne of all these shows, every show he's going to potentially take over. And he was, we had a stool up on stage and he sat at the stool and then we all surrounded him. And what would you compare that to? I mean, I assumed it's like what Connor goes through when he goes out <laughs> at night and he just sits at the bar and women circle around him right. and begin to make their pitches on why they should be the future or at least like, you know, the current Mrs. Connor Green. Yeah. So I think it was odd for him that it was a bunch of relatively, you know, mildly attractive men surrounding him mm-hmm. and Bilotti. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's it's a weird thing because he he could have my job too. Like so I and I get it and I love taking Connor and rubbing him in Sean's face. Mm-hmm. But I'm probably just as much danger of Connor writing an update and reading it hilariously and them going, well, let's just have Connor do this. So like it's a weird position for all of us to be in, except for Connor, because Connor wins. Yeah, he just needs to commit to something. Once Connor says, Okay, I want to do updates, he takes your job. Once he says, I want to be an executive producer of the DA show, he takes Mraz's job. Once he says, I want to be the host, he takes my job. It's just, it just depends on what he's going to demand. But I will say all of us surrounding him felt like maybe he was the king of the Lord of the Flies or something like that. Hmm. That there was, he was the centerpiece. He was the, the sun on the solar system. And then when it was just him and Kevin Wall up on stage <laughs> taking photos and I said, you know, do... Do serious photos, serious, you know, photos. And and the photog was like, yeah, do Blue Steel, do Zoolander. That really, you you could see the fire in, in his eyes. I, I mean, he's just, <laughs> he's just talented. I mean, that's the bottom line here, right? I mean, he's just, he knows what he's doing. He's hilarious. He's handsome. He's young. <laughs> I said to him this morning, don't get old because my quads are like rocks today from doing a workout two days ago. And he's bouncing around eating donuts for fun. <laughs> And doesn't have to worry about anything like that. I mean, it's just, it's good to be Connor. And again, you know, today was another reminder of how good it is to be Connor Green. So at the end of side B's, we'll wrap up here because you've got an update to do. But at the end of side B's, Merez thinks he's doing you a favor by saying, and what's your Twitter handle? Yeah, yeah. As though, you know, you you can say your Twitter handle so that I don't I don't stand over your space. I don't overshadow you. And I always think it's disrespectful because it's like he doesn't even know your Twitter handle, basically. He's just like, you say it. You say it. <laughs> yeah. So if I, I'm i at DA on CBS, you're at Andrew Bogish. It's very easy to remember. There's a C in there, B-O-G-U-S-C-H. Yeah, you're, thank you. Right? Yeah. He should just say this, but when he's like, and what's your Twitter handle? It's like, that's not a sign of respect that he's doing. No, I, you know, I hadn't really thought too deeply about it. Normally, after 10 or 12 minutes of side B, <laughs> I just want to exit. So, and, it, you know, that is assuming I stay for the entirety since that's my new thing is to leave at the end of side B. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I get, by, by that time, I've really relaxed and I'm trying not to process too many things. Yeah. But you're right. He's, he's 
it's like he's like here's some here's some of my spotlight. Yes. Tell my audience yeah, yeah. who you are. Yeah. So maybe when they're not following me <laughs> and my shirtless flag football trophy, you know, photo shoots, they'll give you a quick check out too. And it's not like he can't remember your Twitter handle. There's that too. It's your name. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you storming out of side B last week was amazing. I was disappointed though. I don't I I don't hear I didn't hear the door slamming behind me as strongly as I wanted. Now, I do also remember as I closed it going, there are two radio shows going on nearby. So I think I did kind of hedge on the slam in the last moment. And I think that cost me in post-production because I really wanted the thump to be there because I left. I, I mean, I, I, I left. I went outside. I told Bilotti I just walked out. Like, I, that was real because, as I keep saying, he, he just he sucked in that conversation. He was maniacal and maniacally focused in breaking you. He was doing everything he could to break you. You could tell. Yeah, he was just like, whatever was going to keep pushing you to the next level of hate or frustration or anger, he was going to say and say and say. And then... Malicious? Yeah, it was... It was as duplicitous as I've heard Mraz. It was like, I've got the fire poker. I'm going to keep poking and poking and poking and poking which I guess we do to him quite a bit. Yeah. But he did it, and then, like, when you broke, he goes, am I crazy here? <laughs> I mean, tell me if I'm crazy here. Yeah. Which he he was obviously, openly pushing you to a breaking point. Am I crazy? And, I, and it bothers me now more than it did in the moment, but when he goes, I have people in the business telling him, like, I don't care that other people are horrible like you. And I, and again, it's it's really hard not to go, like, I don't want to go over the line, but, like, every tyrant has had followers. That's why they got to be a tyrant, because people were dumb enough to believe them and give them power. So his argument that, like, somebody on another radio station is like, yeah, tell Bogus to shut up, like, that doesn't, that doesn't sway me, but he thinks it's some kind of, like, vindication and, like, yeah. the knockout punch that, like, maybe Ken Carmen thinks it sucks, too. And it it doesn't matter at all. They can all suck together. Well, your your retort to that was every bad idea has supporters. Yeah. And that's the perfect way to put it. Just because you do something, just because there's crazy monkeys behind you cheering you to do <laughs> something doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. Yeah. That was that was one for the record books last week, you storming out on Mraz. And thank you for having me on side A this week so I can steer, you know, steer clear of him. Let, yeah. the, let it settle a little before we yeah, get back together on side B. You don't deserve that that shrapnel again. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. It's, it's at Andrew Bogish, by the way. B-O-G-U-S-C-H <laughs> on Twitter. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Bogues. That's side A. Here comes side B. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, welcome now inside Side B. And Moraz joins us from his home. Now, last week on Side B, you really drove a wedge in between you and Bogus. We were just talking about this. Was any part of you feeling at least slightly guilty for causing him that much distress that he would storm out of the studio? Um, slight, slight, slight guilt. And then on my drive home, I thought about it. And I said, no, he's being completely ridiculous. He needs to relax. He needs to calm down. And storming out is a childish, childish act. Yeah, but you were actively trying to anger him. You could tell you kept pushing and pushing and pushing, much like we do to you until he broke and then you kind of took glee in that he broke and then came on after he left and said am i the crazy one (laughs) tell me if i'm crazy knowing that you were driving him off a ledge i was driving him off a ledge and that was the part that made me think about it when i said am i the crazy one and i think the point i tried to hammer home with bogish which i i guess wasn't highlighted enough was there's no response at all to anybody sharing these Wordle scores. And his point is, that's the point. You just look at everybody else's and you share. And I said, so in the end, you're telling me, really, nobody cares but it being self-fulfilling. And that was the whole point I was trying to get at, that everybody posting these scores doesn't understand that in reality, you don't care. You care what you get. You don't care what other people get. Otherwise, you'd be responding on them. And he couldn't pinpoint or give me that answer and i think his point of frustration was he refuses to admit i might be right on something while telling me i don't understand something but in the aftermath you have stopped taunting him with wordle scores with with wordle words i have i have uh and there's a a little hidden part of this number one are the aliens were better than i was uh, they were now waking up even earlier than I was no. to tweet at me. Oh, yeah, several of them. Several of them. Oh, telling you me mobilize how them to help ruin everybody's day? Well, but now they are ru- they think they're ruining my day because what Andrew Bogus left this taste in everybody's mouth was that I, I guess the, the takeaway was that I actually enjoy Wordle or I'll try to do Wordle, and, and instead of me ruining it for them, they're going to ruin it for me, which I oh. really could care less. And now it's got to the point where I don't even need to ruin it because in my timeline, I'm getting it ruined left and right. People tweet at me their scores. Some tweet at me their words. And I, and deep down, I don't care. And, and much like the news cycle, we move on, right? Something else happens. And I'm also, by the way, seeing it way less and less other than people directly tweeting at me as far as in my full timeline. So it's less of a concern to me this week than it was in previous weeks. Are you going to go back to hating on it or are you done with that? I, I mean, you never say never. I mean, oh, they wow. put out they put out a Mighty Ducks too, but no. I mean, I think I'm temporarily done with it. I think so. I mean, temporarily might be the word. I just I don't have a care, and also I don't want to upset Bogish. And Bogish, look if that's Nor something you. right. If that's something that makes Andrew Bogish happy, he's allowed to be happy. My my I idea so. of tweeting out answers wasn't to challenge anybody's happiness. 
it was just at some point enough was enough in the world of of Twitter that that we had to get these stupid grid looking things all clogging up everybody's timeline. You know, the world needed a hero a week ago. I was a hero <laughs> a week ago. We move on. That's all. Come on. So you're out this week, and what a week to be out because oh. it's Super Bowl week, and Pete the Body has slid over to management. And today we had corporate photos, and you weren't even here for them. So I don't know how you're going to make those up. I, yeah, I, I thought about this, and I was texting with Cap about this. I don't know if we have to do kind of like when George Costanza uh, has to have that beach photo with him taken out of the background for his boss, Kruger, and then Kruger gets cartoon drawn in. Am I going to be cartoon imposed in? I mean, just unbelievable, the timing. Not only Super Bowl week for me to be out of the office a week, but I had really, in the midst of everything going on, completely forgot about photograph day on, on Thursday, which is the day we're taping this. This is an incredible week to be out. Now, you did get to do a, a series of photos for WFAN not long ago. Did you find yourself uncomfortable in them? Because Bogus said, I never look good at these. I don't know what to do with my hands, and I don't take direction yes. well from the photographer. Yes, so I completely agree with him. And Bogish has a little more going for him than I do. To be perfectly honest, I've always had short arms, and I have short arms with a rotund stomach. So when it comes to different poses as a photographer that you just meet two minutes prior to a shoot goes... You know, you're basically working on him to tell you how it looks, and then you're immediately thinking how much he thinks you look fat or bad. You don't know where to put your hands. You don't know what to do with them. And then that led to me doing stupid poses with my hands, which are the ones that the company ended up using anyway. So, yeah, I don't I do not do well with those comfortably. And then I walk out of there only to find out three weeks later being ridiculed by my peers about how wrinkled my shirt was anyway and that I should be redoing them. So I hate it. I hate the whole process. <laughs> Well, I guess we're going to just have to try to find a way to, to Photoshop you in on a day that is like day six consecutive that Wendy's dropped off breakfast. No. And, and a day. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. It's like Super Bowl week, so every day there's bags of Wendy's. And Bogish also ordered oh. or brought in donuts. Oh, You missed them all. Wendy's and donuts. Now, at the last time I saw you, I walked out of the office having snuck Wendy's breakfast and not told so you. So underhanded. And, and then had to tell you that there was still some left and there was so a big controversy with that. I didn't know that that was going to be the start of a big run on Wendy's. It's almost like the food gods are taunting me. Like I said, I still have perfect sense of taste. But in the meantime, just a smorgasbord of Wendy's and donuts in while I'm out. I find that to be a typical life's not fair moment to me at all. <laughs> well, I don't think you're necessarily wrong on that because last week for you to just, you know, snake your way into a Wendy's breakfast fried chicken sandwich and not tell anybody behind the ruse of or the guise of, oh, I didn't want to be the fat guy that gave everybody else the, the food that wasn't mine. I didn't want to be viewed that way. That was true. I was told by Brandon Tierney, BT, formerly of CBS Sports Radio, hey, me and Tiki got some Wendy's delivered. Do you want any? He didn't tell me to alert the whole crew, and I figured, okay, I can't now let m our whole show go in and take all that food. Tiki hadn't even gotten in yet. I was trying to do right by BT, but and I got did, killed. But why did you try to sneak eating it? You could have just said that, but you snuck eating it, too. Be 
because in typical me fashion, I knew how it would look publicly. I It was a reality I was living with, but I knew what public perception would be. And of course, Pete the Body can't just mind his own business, because you would not have noticed if Pete didn't bring it up. <laughs> but I did sneak eat it, because I didn't want you seeing it, asking me where I got it, and then I have to tell you, and then I look like the bad guy if everybody's leading the, you know, down to the food. What do you want me to do? To be honest, that's a bad job by PT. He can't tell me and then not tell the rest of the show. Put me in a bad spot. <laughs> You didn't have to sneak eat it, though. Well, yeah, but to be honest, I mean, look what happened this week with Cap and the Pancakes. I have to sneak eat a lot of things. A, because people will wonder where it is and why aren't they <laughs> offering any. And B, because I'm just going to get crushed in the middle of this fat journal anytime I cheat myself. Boy, I tell you, Cap can't wait for you to eat on camera. The moment that you do, he cuts it and immediately edits it into like a million different videos. <sighs> I'm so bad at turning off my camera when I eat. I got a million tabs up on my computer, so I might not be looking at the Zoom during break. When I'm Whenever I'm eating at home or at work, I forget the camera's on when I'm in the office. And he just zooms in, and he gives Twitch a break show that I completely forget about every time I'm doing it. And I'm just trying to enjoy those three minutes of a break where I just put down something delicious and just just enjoy my day, but everybody else sees me basically making love to a pancake, and he's got to turn it around for the whole world to see. It's very emotional. It's very intimate. It's a moment that, yeah, you don't want to share with anybody else because... <laughs> it is intimate. It's like, it's like ice fishing in Ohio. It's a very <laughs> intimate, intimate moment. Okay, well, that's side B. You know, I just told Bogues, I don't know why you do this, this kind of like... Um, it's kind of like a backhanded way of giving... It's kind of patronizing in that you, huh. in that at the end of side B's, you're like, my Twitter handle is at Mraz on CBS. Bogues, give yours. Bogues, give, what's your Twitter handle? As though you don't know it. Either you don't know oh. it, you don't have time for it, or you're like sharing the spotlight. Like, oh, and now I'll give you your space. Like, you, oh. I think it's more respectful to just be like, I'm at Mraz on, at Mraz CBS. He's at Andrew Bogish, and we'll see you next week. Interesting. I didn't review it that way. I viewed it as I was being more respectful by allowing him to give his Twitter handle. Interesting. Why would that be more respectful? Because it's like, who am I to be giving his? Who he's, am I? He's a man of his own. He could give his. He, sh you know, it's it's more respectful. I'm not above him in any sort of rank. He should be able to give his own Twitter handle, and me not act above him. Like here, here's your pity uh, follows. You could follow him or whatever. No, no, you give yours. But you're telling me in doing what I'm doing, I'm doing exactly what I think I wasn't doing. I think when you say, "And what's your Twitter handle?" it becomes the pity, and you mention you, and you mention. Wow. You you do you do your Twitter handle. I'm no longer going to do that. I didn't realize it was looked at that way. I thought I was handling it well. I viewed it that way, and then I just brought it up to Bogish, and Bogish says, you know, he doesn't pay attention that deep into side B because he can't wait to be done with it. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> but but now thinking back, he does say it's yeah, it's just a little rude. Wow, I'm getting donuts and Wendy's and now being told I'm rude on side B. Okay, there's a new reshaping post-football season on the PGP that needs to be done. I mean, you were gone for four days. You'll be gone for five days. When you come back, the whole place is different. They're, they're repainting the studios now.
This Greg. is exactly when I when I had uh, this whole COVID in my house outburst this weekend. This is exactly what I was fearful of. I said, not only is it the busiest week of the year, so I need to find a way to make sure I'm still working. Not only that, I'm gonna come back, and there's gonna be a million things that have either changed or discussions behind <laughs> my back between you and Bogish, where I'm gonna have to deal with it and pick up all the crumbs and pieces when I get back. And sure enough, here we are, and it's Thursday, and the dreams have come true. So you're you're a little uh, paranoid that things are happening behind your back. Oh, when I believe me, and I I, I can admit this on the <laughs> podcast, my my wife was the first in our house to come down with ailments and test positive, and it was a quick cascade after there for me and the kids. I instead of having immediate concern for her, and she did actually have to go to the hospital for a brief time. My concern was, oh no! I said to her out loud, oh no! It's Super Bowl week, Danielle. Oh. I can't have this happen on Super Bowl oh. week. Boy, did I get oh! oh. When she got home that. from the hospital and we kind of regrouped everything, I got a stern, stern talking to about my priorities in this household. As well, you should. As well, you what? should. Yeah, you when know that this is a big goes, week in work. When, yeah, but when your wife goes to the hospital due to illness, you the first reaction is, oh, no, it's Super Bowl week. <laughs> well, yes. It's, I hope you're okay, honey, whatever it takes to make sure you're okay, honey. It's not, oh, no, how could this happen on Super Bowl week? <laughs> and, it, and at that point, I wasn't even considering that I was going to get the virus. I was just more... I know I'm screwed with quarantine for a week. I can't have I can't have this this week. And she was whew, not happy with me. And this is and exactly everything I was fearful of has happened. And you also missed Kevin Wall playing Christmas music in February. Yes, yes I did. Come yes, on, I did. Come on. Thanks to Pete's labeling. I mean, so we we tried to chop up the responsibility. I think it's ten percent the labeling, ninety percent Kevin Wall. I mean, you are in charge of the music. You listened to this song and didn't know it was a Christmas song? And then you said, I don't know anything outside of the Springsteen catalog? I mean, come on. And that's part of the 90% that's troubling. It'd be one thing if he just didn't listen and blind played something. But I'm convinced he really did listen and had no clue. So basically, unless it's Springsteen, Santa Claus is coming to town, he's never heard Christmas music before. I mean, that is a pretty standard. You exactly. Walk, walk through any mall. I mean, even if it's not all I want for Christmas is you, but everybody's heard that melody before. Of course. You have There's to. only 10 Christmas songs. <laughs> right. I mean, come on. It's just who sings them. It's, there's only 10 songs. Could you imagine being in your 20s and hearing that melody for the first time going, I like this beat. This beat is hot and He's, not correlating it to Christmas? He said it's a good beat. It's a good. It's a Christmas song. It's a good beat. No, the key is no Christmas song is a good beat. It's just tradition. That's why it's a Christmas song. It's but that's the, an unbelievable We talk about my worlds where I live in and I don't realize things. That's an unbelievable world to live in, to hear something, not know it's a classic Christmas song, but think of it through a prism of this is a good beat. It's outrageous. It, it's just, it's, and we're just coming back from break like it's normal, and I'm like, is this a Christmas song? And he didn't know. He's like, no, I don't think so. I, I, I in real time, the first five seconds of the song, I thought you guys were about to do some kind of 12DA bit because I've been blindsided on the air with different things. And I thought, okay, this is something DA set up. And then you called them on and I said, oh, wait, Kevin has no idea this is a Christmas song. Like, 
It's February 10th. Why are you randomly playing a Muzak elevator version of Oldie Faithful? This doesn't make any sense. You're right. And you know what? Pete shouldn't have to differently label that for Christmas. If Pete knows where the music is, all it takes is a keen ear to know what's a Christmas song when you play it. So that's that's the thing. This is really actually 100% on Kevin Wall on February 10th. It's, you know, less so on December 22nd when you're looking for Christmas music right. and Pete has labeled it Rock the Faithful. Well, who the hell would know that that's a Christmas song if we're looking right. for Christmas music? But in this case, how do you listen to a Christmas song and not immediately identify this is a Christmas song? It's unacceptable. It's it's blatantly unacceptable. And it almost <laughs> makes me feel like we should do like a, a Kaplan falls around Kevin Wall next December to figure out how the heck he spends the holidays for a month. Right, like if Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and that we have like a Muzak version is labeled, you know, Evergreen Rock or something like that, you know, the <laughs> <laughs> Great North Rock or something, you'd be like, you're playing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I don't care what it's labeled. Right. Well, and and Faithful is still the name. He admitted that. that you do, do some math. We oftentimes don't bump back at rock songs in July with the word faithful in it. That's kind of <laughs> sort of a holiday giveaway. I don't know. You know, some days I think that the show's in good hands with the diaper the aliens. Other days I'm like, whoa, guys. <laughs> whoa. Notice, by the way, Connor Green was not quick to jump on the air in that moment to be like, I should have told him when Connor no, wipes his you hands know, clean. Frankly, I don't know how closely Connor's paying attention anymore either. <laughs> I don't know. There's been a few times this week where I'm like, are you awake? <laughs> Is anybody listening? It's fair point. That's a fair point. I just told Bogus this. I got down with Monday show. I'm like, I think we missed two reads. And they're like, no, no, we got them. I'm like, I didn't say this and I didn't say this. Oh, really? At the end of Tuesday's show. <laughs> this is great. Kevin Wall says to me, okay, all you got is the AutoZone read left. And I'm like, okay. And I looked at the read packet. I'm like, no, I haven't done the CBS Sports read yet. He's like, oh. And I go, and I and I said, and, and I haven't done the Omaha Steaks read either. He goes, oh. And I was like, so we don't have one more read left and I'm done, do we? He goes, I guess not. <laughs> that is Steve Moralia-esque from a heyday. And, okay, this is another one. I'm going to tell you this. I was going to tell you this off the air, but... Oh, you actually know it anyway, but I'll say it because I'm laughing. I can't hold it back. <laughs> Earlier in the week, I had sent an email uh, to Kev, and uh, I think Connor was... Oh, no, Pat Boyle was on the show that day, another Diaper D alien. And I said, okay, can you go back through the old Super Bowl shows? Can you find a liner from previous Super Bowl shows so we can use that this week? Yada, yada, yada. I was like, look at Super Bowl week in 2020 or 2019. You know, last year we didn't go. So I come back and... Uh, they didn't find one. And I just thought that, like, okay, didn't exist. And I'm like, did you guys go back in the archives? Yeah, we, we there wasn't one. I go, did you go back to the previous years and look for the Super Bowl liner? And <laughs> they go, well, you can't. I go, what do you mean you can't? He goes, oh, the, the archiver only goes back a couple of weeks. And I just stared at Kevin. I go, that's wrong. And I just shut, I just turned off my mic and I was like, I'm going to come back from break normal and we're just going to have a good show. After the show, I was like, hey, Pete, can you come over here, Pete? Can you teach oh. these guys that every show ever is archived and there is absolutely access to everything so that I'm not told oh. you can't find it? Like, no offense, guys. 
But I've been here nine years. You might have been here, I don't know, how long has Kev been here? Two years, two and a half right. years? Yeah. Uh, Boyle, six months. Oh. Uh, it, don't, whatever you do, don't be definitive about something that you definitely don't know oh. because that's the worst. No, we don't have that. Archive only goes back like a couple weeks. That's oh. definitely incorrect. Well, and they're, and they're incorrect <laughs> twice because that archive they're talking about only goes back one week and then there's a whole right. Yeah, right. Exactly. day one. Yes. yes. Oh, right. not knowing that. That is brutal. You know what's funny? I did see that email and then when I heard us not doing the moved on and you were doing whatever else you've done yeah. like whatever direction i didn't take i figured you would direct the traffic oh that's a tough one so actually in retrospect you actually had a good week not being here because it did shed light on a, a few uh inglorious uh lapses in the efficiency around here when the diaper d aliens are in yeah that, that's true but i mean let's face it the show the show seemingly sounded good i i, I listened to as much as I could, and you know, there were plenty of times where I feel where I felt re replaceable. But you know what? <laughs> I, I got as long as I'm better than Kevin Wall playing Christmas music. I guess I'll take that. <laughs> Although you don't know how to run the board, so that's actually advantage, Kev. Even if he plays the wrong that's music, it's a good point. He actually, I would have not been able to play any music coming back from break. So <laughs> I guess that's a win. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to give you the uh, respect of saying you can follow me, DA, on CBS, and you can follow Sean at Merez CBS. Oh, thank you. I I'm shocked we didn't get a howdy doody do for you to start side B, though. Oh, that would have been a nice. good point. Yeah. Howdy doodly 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 do. Do do do. How are you? Side B of the VGV. How are you? I'm Merez, executive producer of the DA show. I smell a rejoin. <laughs> Howdy, doodly, doobity, dobbity, doobity, doo, 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 da, doo. How are you, side B, the BGV? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even in front of you, and I can picture you doing that. Ah, howdy, 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 <laughs> now that's disrespect. <laughs> oh man. All right. Let's wrap this thing up. This has been like an hour and a half. It's just nonsense. Okay. That's that's the PGP. We'll see you next week. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.